0: Hey, what is going on everybody? Welcome back to Dynasty Happy Hour. And uh Yeah, due to some technical difficulties during our live stream, I am doing this solo. Now, sorry, James. Uh we had the podcast going. My computer legit froze up like two times and I had to sign out. James kinda sat in the lobby. We didn't we didn't have Doug this week, but and we don't have Doug this week during this podcast, of course, because it's just me. But we had some technical difficulties, and I'm very sorry about the stream. But, hey, I'm here to give you a quick solo pod. I had to reset my laptop. Legit reset it. Had to redownload the Mac service. So here we are. Uh, but I just want to give a thanks and a quick shout-out to our sponsors so I don't forget. I'm just going to do them right up the top. Underdog, use code DHH, and they will match your money up to $100. Deposit, they'll match it. You deposit $100, they'll give you $100 right back. Also, I like to give a shout out to Trophy Smack. Use code DHH Ring. You get a free championship ring with any purchase of a trophy or belt. Uh, once again, code DHH Ring for that one. Go to Dynasty Nerds, sign up for the Nerd Herd. Use code DHH. You get 15% off a subscription. Go to Manscaped. Use code DHH. You get 20% off your purchase. So, all of our sponsors, I'm hitting right off the top. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. And, uh, Injuries. Well, you know, you got Joe Burrow's calf. I'll just kind of go through the injuries. There's not too many. Thank God. But I'll go through them during the game. Uh, yeah. So let's get rolling. Las Vegas versus Buffalo. Hey, Devontae Adams. Welcome back. He, he got injured a little bit. We'll see what's going on there. Josh Jacobs disappeared from the world. Not too worried about it because last week he was very involved. But Buffalo, they're back. I mean, we called it last week. Josh Allen's going to pull out another game where it's like he sucks. And hey, he's back. I think he's more efficient. They got the ball to James Cook out the backfield, which is good to see. Hey, James Cook could be a top eight running back this year. And I am here for it. Of course, you guys all know that. Gabe Davis looks healthy. That's good to see. If you can still kind of get Gabe Davis cheap, I'd look at it maybe a second next year. I'll look into doing that if you are competing because he's going to be a nice piece. If he's healthy and he's showing that he's healthy, it, it could be a great piece for a contender. And uh, Dawson Knox going like, Khalil Shakir, hey, he caught a touchdown. It was a very nice catch. I still like Shakir, and I still think he's at his cheapest. Maybe as the season goes, they'll get him more involved. They're running a lot of 12 personnel, Dawson Knox and uh Dalton Kincaid. They're out there at the same time. They're they're gonna hurt each other, but hey, I mean, at least they're not Kyle Pitts, right? Uh we'll get to that soon. Uh all in all, Josh Allen's back. That's all we got to worry about. And speaking of somebody who's back, it's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson with a great game, showing the deep ball accuracy. Hey, he didn't play all preseason. He's back. He's gotten the cobwebs off a little bit. And Zay Flowers is the guy. Like, it came a lot sooner than we all thought. But Zay Flowers, during the podcast when we're talking, James said Zay Flowers over JSN, which I find a little shocking. But right now, value-wise, I can't argue it. Because the value is going towards Zay Jones. He's getting the production. What have you done for me lately type thing in Dynasty. And Zay Zay Jones is the one on this team. Mark Andrews, he's still hurt. You can tell. But this team is going to pass a lot. Their running game is gross. Uh, I mean, it's averaging a fine yards per carry. But you're not going to be able to decide who you want between Gus Bus and Justice. Uh, Somebody who's not back in Burrow, His calf, he tweaked it again. That's one of the injuries we'll talk about. Uh, He looked bad, like he, he's indecisive, he doesn't know what to do, and I think that calf is really bothering him. T. Higgins made his day. Usually it's Burrow making all these other guys' day. T. Higgins had two very nice touchdown catches, and uh, he looks like he came back from the eight targets and zero fantasy production last week. But uh, Jamar Chase, I mean, everybody's starting to panic about Jamar Chase. Like, come on, guys. Jamar Chase is going to have those massive weeks. We all know who Jamar Chase is. He's uh, he's an up-and-down type guy. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we had that with Tyreek Hill in Kansas City where Tyreek would have like 4 for 40, and then you would have the 10 for 213 and 3. Uh, that's Jamar Chase. He's just uh, on the Bengals. Now, he'll be fine. Burrow will be fine. But Burrow needs to figure out what's going on with that calf, and if it's a major, major injury we need to start worrying about. But Burrow... I think it'll be fine if you can go out in Dynasty and kind of poke poke the bear and see what's going on there. Uh, I'll do that because Burrow is one of the top quarterbacks in Superflex. And also the running game, Joe Mixon. uh, I mean, if you didn't sell, you should have because this offensive line didn't seem to get better when we all thought it was going to. Uh, But, I mean, Charlie Jones got his first ever touchdown with a nice, nice return. Uh, I really like him for the future. If you can go out and snag him, because he's the Tyler Boyd replacement. Uh, going to the next game, Kansas City for Jacksonville. Hey, Kelvin Ridley, come back down to earth. Yeah, I mean, people were hyping as a top four receiver in the league this year. I mean, come on, guys. Like Kirk got paid a lot of money too. He ain't gonna disappear, which everybody thought he was going to. The running game was pretty much blank. Kansas City had Chris Jones back, and that mattered. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had a kind of a bad game. And last week, if you look at it, he didn't have a great game either. So Trevor Lawrence, he's kind of on a kind of on a bumpy road right now. He'll have better days. I'm not worried about him. Um, but this offense, uh, Kirk, if you didn't go out and try to get him for a cheap cheap buck, uh, you should have. And this is the game: go down and find players that are valuable, and uh, the values have tanked. That's what you got to do in Kansas City. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, he is electric. And I still really like him. I just wish they gave the carries to him. And uh, the wide receivers, once again, hey, Sky Moore, he blew up. But what is it going to be next week? Who's going to be next week? It's going to be Rasheed Rice. Who is it going to be? But all in all, it's Travis Kelsey. He should have had two touchdowns. He dropped one late. But uh, Mahomes is Mahomes. This offense still looks a little rocky. I I wish they had a number one. Uh, I, I wish they had Tyreek still. Because this offense would be electric. And I feel like it's hurting Mahomes in a way for fantasy without having that number one receiver and the big explosion plays. Um so yeah, there there are there I am with Kansas City and I still really like Pacheco. I still think he's a buy. Going to Tennessee versus the Chargers, Chargers offense I struggle with. Like Quentin Johnson, I think, is a good buy candidate. I know. Not goodbye, but a good buy to go out and go by. But I just wish they would use him more. Now, a lot of his releases, I still I still think he needs work. Mike Williams is healthy. Keenan Allen's healthy. Uh, Josh Palmer, I think it's going to be him and Johnson for the future. Once Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are done, I think Josh Palmer will be that Keenan Allen. And Quentin Johnson will be the more Mike Williams-style player. So I'm not worried about them future-wise, but this offense I am worried about. They are 0-2. They don't look as good as you thought they'd be with Kellen Moore, uh, the running backs were pretty much non-existent without uh Eckler in the fold. Oh, that was, that was a, that's a tough game because Herbert should be better. Herbert needs to play better. Maybe it is Herbert. Maybe he peaked, but I don't think that's the case. I still really like Herbert and uh, going to the running backs like Joshua Kelly or yeah, like a guy, and I, he looked good last week against Miami who is stuffing the Patriots' running game. I mean, that's no surprise. The Patriots can only run, really run the ball. But it's interesting. I want to see what the Chargers have in the future. But, yeah, it's very interesting the way they're using their offensive players. And Tennessee, uh, Traylon Burks had a nice deep ball. Tannehill looked good. He looked better than he ever has in the past probably two years, two day. But maybe it's the Chargers' defense. The Chargers' defense, I feel like Staley is a defensive coach. They should play better. but. They're not good. Staley needs to go. I don't think he's a head coach in this league. He's a good defensive coordinator. That's fine. That Just stay that way. Like This is how we find out who's a better coordinator than a coach, and I think Staley's one of them. Uh, Derrick Henry has a great game. Tajay Spears kind of disappears a little bit. Hopkins with massive targets, and Chig has a good game as well. Uh, Chig, I think, is a good sneaky buy. Uh, Traylon Burks has always been a buy for me. I really like him. And if I had a choice, Quentin Johnson or Traylon Burks, I think I'm going to go Burks. Uh, just what I've seen, Quentin Johnson, I feel that you know, even with Mike Williams injured in the first week, Quentin Johnson should see the field a little more and a little more targets force-fed if he's shown out in practice. So there's a tiny yellow flag up for Quentin Johnson, but I do think the future still bright for the kid. Going to Green Bay versus Atlanta. Hey, Jordan Love. He, he had an Aaron Rodgers-type game. He had low yardage, touchdowns. He had three of them, which is uh, kind of what Aaron Rodgers did. He had some bad throws. He missed a couple people open, but I still think he looks good. And Atlanta, I'm out, of, I'm out on pits. I'm not, I'm not starting pits until I see at least two games of solid production, maybe even three. I don't feel comfortable putting him in the starting lineup. It's good seeing London get some targets, but Ritter is not comfortable. It's first freed run. That's Ritter. Ritter is not a good starting quarterback. I'm out on Ritter. This offense is Bijan. Bijan is elite. Bijan is the future at running back. He's if you got Bijan, have fun for the next seven years. Because as long as he's healthy and he's running that ball, this offense fits him perfect. And Arthur Smith, as a head coach, and I'm a Atlanta fan, love this. Arthur Smith is a good head coach. He's a good head coach for the NFL. For fantasy, he's a headache. If you have a running back in Arthur Smith system, like Derrick Henry was, it's awesome. You you love it. But it, any other piece in this offense is going to struggle with Arthur Smith. He does not care as long as they're winning. He does not care. And Kyle Pitts is struggling. Kyle Pitts is open. On the bootleg left with Ritter, Pitts was open in the corner of the end zone. And Ritter ran the ball in because he doesn't trust his own arm. And it's it's stressful. I hate watching it because I see Pitts... I I'm focused on Pitts because I have Pitts everywhere, and I'm sitting. there like, he's wide open. He's wide open. Ritter doesn't throw it to him. You know what Pitts did when Matt Collins caught that ball in the back of the end zone? Pitts could have done, been that guy. Pitts stopped because he's like, that's why not to me. What? He's a, he's not targeting me because he never does. It's frustrating. I'm out on Pitts until I see otherwise. It's it sucks because I love Kyle Pitts and the talent, and he's going to have an elite season. And if you can go get him on the cheap, go do it. Because even if he lands on another, another team during his after his contract, he will have an elite season. He's going to be 25 by the time his contract's up. Think about that. He's still like 22, 23. He's super young. He will be okay in the future. So don't be too worried about Pitts' future. Be worried about the present because the present is not pretty. Uh, going over to Green Bay, we talked about it. AJ Dillon. I've never been big on him. I don't see how people were. He had an efficient game, but he's just not good. He's a meh talent at running back. And uh, Jalen Reed, if you didn't draft him like your guy talking here, uh, you're regretting it. And I should have listened to a lot of people like Matt Harmon, but I just didn't see a 23-year-old slot receiver progressing in the NFL. And uh, here we are. He's going to be the safety blanket Luke Musgrave. I thought I'd see a little more from him. He started off hot, then they went to Reed. They went, they they attacked a slot. So, yeah, Musgrave kind of fell, and Reed looks good. And he is, he's a good target because Jordan Love loves him as a target. Uh, Romeo Dabbs missed an open down the field catch because Jordan Love overthrew him, and Christian Watson is missing valuable time to connect with these guys. Uh, I I do think Christian Watson is going to have a couple big games here and there, but man. Get on the field, like he's so injured with these soft tissue issues, and uh, we got to start worrying a little bit about it. Seattle versus Detroit. Montgomery got injured. It's going to be like a two to three week injury, is what he just said. And it's Jameer Gibbs' time. Like Gibbs had a ton of targets. He's going to be more involved, but uh, the kid Netflix. Um, what's his name? Raymond. Not not Khalif Raymond, but uh, you guys, Reynolds. Reynolds, uh, the guy who came in, you know, watching Netflix and he got the call. He is the backup running back, and he looked, blah. So it's gonna be the Gibbs show. Hopefully, he'll get a little more play. Um, he looked pretty good. He's a, he's an explosive athlete. He there's one time where he did look. He got he got hurt every time he gets tackled. I worry about it because he is a smaller guy. He's sub 200. Um, but I think that's what we're gonna see running backs in the NFL these days is the sub 200 pass catchers so uh wheels up on Gibbs right and also a player that I think we need to start looking at I'm kind of out on jameson Williams but this team needs a speed receiver Josh Reynolds is that right now if Williams can come back get his head out of his ass a little bit he's going to be a player because Reynolds is involved and Williams is very fast super fast and this team they get him on a slant because they love running slants Williams could have a lot of play. So the forgotten man Williams could be a player that you might want to go out and kind of kick the tires on, see what the price is. And Aminra is Aminra. Laporta looks great. Uh, That's Doug's dude. Musgrave and Laporta. That's our competition head-to-head. And uh, Laporta looks like he's pulling away a little bit. Uh, Going to Seattle side. Uh, DK Metcalf got hurt, but that guy ain't sitting out. He comes back. Has a couple nice catches. Gino looked like Gino again. He looked comfortable. He wasn't screaming, oh my God, when Aaron Donald was running after him. And uh the Tyler Lockett's back. Tyler Lockett had a bad game last week. He's back. Two touchdowns, had some nice routes. And JSN is the third fiddle in this offense. Kenneth Walker got two touchdowns, but uh, let's be real. They were short yardage, but he is better than Zach Charbonnet right now. P. Carroll loves Kenneth Walker. They're gonna stick with that. Aspect and uh, so Charbonnet might like this is where you go on the down and see what Charbonnet's price is because I still like him as a running back. And Kenneth Walker isn't the picture of health, so this is how you dynasty you go when a player is on its low, kick the tires, be like, Hey, what's you know, you're looking to get out, I know you need a running back, let's see what we can do. Maybe just a second in Joshua Kelly, may let's just see. That's how you dynasty, that's how you kind of roll with the punches and see what you can do. Um, but yeah, JSN I think will be just fine. But like James said on the audio podcast, the live stream when it was going, when I didn't have issues, is that he is uh all about Zay Flowers over JSN right now, which I mean you can't really argue with because values will go up and down, but the value on flowers is sky high right now. All right, let's go to the next game, Indy versus Houston. Now, CJ Stroud looks legit. CJ Stroud first game, I I saw a lot of the snaps, and I said, hey, he's poised. Baltimore's getting after him, and he's still hanging in the pocket, and everybody's worried about his pocket presence because he's at Ohio State, and they had a great offensive line, and they protected him well. Well, you know what? CJ Stroud played very well against Baltimore and against Indy, who isn't that big of a pass rush, but you got big, big Buckner in uh, the middle of the defense, and I think they got a lot of fast guys in the front seven. Uh, I thought he played great and he did. I mean, he threw for over 300 yards, two touchdowns. He spread the ball around CJ Stroud. I comp to a poor man's Joe Burrow. He had a beautiful deep ball. Uh, Stroud showing me that he could land in this top 12 quarterbacks next off season. And uh, on the other side, Anthony Richardson, two touchdowns early. Woo, looks good. Two weeks in a row concussion. Now, A lot of people are saying he's running kind of arrogant in a way. He's not protecting himself. He's a young guy. He kind of thinks he's unstoppable. I'm worried. Like that second concussion, he smoked the back of his head, and it bounced. And that's what we saw with Tua. This is the second concussion in two weeks. Two weeks into the season, he's got two concussions. So we'll see what his status is, but... Two concussions so far. We might creep into this to a worry. I know two was balling out lately, but we could creep into that worrisome of the concussions for Anthony Richardson in his young career. And that might take away his weapon, which is the rushing. Because as a passer, I think he's fine, but that rushing is a weapon. He's won, you know, he's a top 12 score in fantasy. And man, if he loses that, that's gonna struggle. And they won with Minshew. So I do think Richardson will be out probably a couple weeks with the concussion. Mintu will play, but just let's be cautious about Richardson because we all love the guy. We all want to see him succeed, but uh, as we sit here, CJ Stroud and Richardson should be closer than you guys think because I still think Stroud as a passer is far superior than Richardson. Richardson has the legs, yes, and I still think Stroud has major upside, especially with these weapons and the offensive line not fully being healthy stroud's future is very bright and i really liked what i saw so uh, if you took stroud and kind of shunned away the ohio state crowd uh you're good and nathaniel dell caught a touchdown he's gonna get more involved nico collins i think is the real deal great wide receiver three for your dynasty and he's such a low price if you could throw a second for him in a competitive team do it because he's the one for this team and he could be a great three for your dynasty teams he's a great buy in my eyes. Um, and in Indy, look at their skill positions. Zach Moss, you guys all know how I feel about Zach Moss. A puke bucket. Uh, I mean, he had a fine day, but Houston is a sieve when it comes to running the ball. So not really looking too deep into that, Zach Moss. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that. But like I said, these two rookie quarterbacks have a bright future. And Bryce Young will play on Monday. I still like his future as well. I do think this rookie cor- crop of quarterbacks, those three, we all say 50% hit rate. I think all of them will hit in some way may not be elite. One could be Derek Carr. You know, One could be Andy Dalton in his prime, which was a top five quarterback. And uh, you know, one could be Cam Newton, which is Anthony Richardson, as long as he keeps his uh, head safe and head up. Going to a quarterback that we all had ranked in the top 10 overall for startup, and that's Justin Fields. I want to talk about this to James, but uh, I'm here alone. I posted on the X app, who would you rather have, Kyler Murray or Justin Fields right now? Because Justin Fields looked bad. He holds the ball too long. He's not trusting his eyes. He's not trusting his ability as a thrower. And the Bears aren't doing him any favors. That offense is putrid. They, they're not giving him any design runs. Fields is getting time in the pocket, which we all hope for. And he's not succeeding with it. And this team looks bad. I mean, they lost to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay hey, Baker Mayfield, up. On the rise. Baker Mayfield could be a massive success in Tampa, and they could be looking at a team that holds on to Baker. They could pay him. Baker could have a resurgence with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bakers. So uh yeah, that was dumb. Uh Tampa Bay. I um I'm, I'm really liking what I see with Baker. He's fun to watch. I saw that on Twit on X. Hey, Baker's fun to watch. He is. He's been fun to watch this season, and that's a good thing. Having Baker be good is good in the nfl because he's a fun guy to root for uh going back to chicago though fields Uh, i posted kyler or fields and uh right now i'm almost feeling kyler too now kyler i feel like is a way better thrower than fields fields is a way better runner i mean he's bigger stronger faster than kyler kyler's coming off the acl but kyler as a thrower is elite he trusts him he takes chances and. It's just, it's tough watching Fields. I mean, DJ Moore's getting frustrated with him, and that's a h- tough pill to swallow. I mean, that's hard to think about. Fields, he started off very rough last year too, so maybe we could see it gets better throughout the year. But right now, Fields' value is free-falling. Like, it's going down the drain. And if you feel like you need to get out, go for it. Because I'm feeling the same way here. I'm in Superflex. He's my quarterback two in Superflex. And I get he's not scoring below 15 points, which is great. It's a great floor. But you need to show some. Otherwise, Chicago's moving on. And they're moving on quickly if they keep losing. Because they got two good quarterbacks in Drake May and Caleb Williams sitting there waiting next year. And Fields could be looking at a new team, which I do think he needs. And he needs a better offensive coordinator. Fields and Atlanta would be awesome. I think Fields is actually a better thrower than Ritter. And that's saying something I, I can't say on Ritter right now, even though I really hoped he was going to pan out. But Fields has been an interesting story these past two weeks, and I hope he gets a fix. He's got a lot of year to prove it. And, uh, yeah, his his value is definitely free-falling. But for me, when I say go buy players like that, I I struggle. I struggle with Fields because I was not big on him earlier on, and he's just he's proven all the haters right. Everything he's doing is proving everybody right that he can't do it in the NFL as a thrower. Um, going to the weapons, uh, Roshan Johnson looks like the starting running back. But uh, going to Houston, going back there, Roshan Johnson, a fourth-round pick this year. Damian Pierce, fourth-round pick. If you got a fourth-round running back and their value turns into a first-round pick, go do it. Roshan for a first, if you can send out offers like that because he looks good, do it. Because Damian Pierce, same way didn't have any run against Indy and you should have because that you know that defensive front isn't elite but Pierce should add some running room and you know Roshan Johnson fourth round pick if you have these running backs that gang value like that try to get rid of them. you know i Khalil Herbert might have gotten an early second late first for Khalil Herbert this offseason but nope and uh same with Rashad White I don't I don't think Rashad's White's a huge talent at all and uh, if you can get anything for him after this big game that he had, go do it. Trade Rashad White. Going to the next game, New York Giants and Arizona. Giants, we have Barkley getting hurt. He looks like he's got a high ankle sprain out in four weeks. He avoided a major injury is what they say, uh, which is a good thing. But Daniel Jones looks like Daniel Jones of old. He's making some mistakes, throwing some picks, and hanging on to the ball too long. And then Dayball's like, okay, Let's let's roll with Daniel Jones. Let's let him let roll him out. And it worked. And Waller got involved. Barkley looked great this game. The offensive line. and can I say something? Arizona, good defense. Like I get Ganning gets a lot of flack. He might be a decent head coach because he's making Arizona beat in some games. And Arizona's a fun team to watch because they're all over the place. This is why I feel like if it's Kyler for fields i might go kyler because if kyler's in this offense with dobbs the way he's playing and the way that rolling dobbs out a little bit get him out of the pocket moving that offense kyler in this offense could be actually really good so i i i'm kind of rooting for kyler first time my whole entire dynasty life i'm i'm looking to go acquire some kyler murray right now on the cheap because when he slides into this offense if he's doing his studying instead of call of duty i know the new one's coming out soon uh, Kyler could be a really good fantasy player for this this Arizona team, who I think is surprising people. They're, they're kind of gritty. They got that fire in their gut, like Jonathan Gannon says. Um, going to the weapons, Jalen Hyatt needs to be on the field more, and if you can go get Hyatt right now for a second, go do it. Wow, his two catches were great. I was off Hyatt, you guys, and I'm going to admit, I really like what I see out of Hyatt. He's a fast, fast guy. He's so fast. And if they get him involved more, which they should because he's explosive, he's going to break out very quickly. He's going to have a huge breakout game soon. So if you can go out and get that Jalen Hyatt shares, go do it now quickly. And Eric Gray is my choice for the backup running backs while Barkley's out. I liked him when he was with Tennessee. He went to Oklahoma and um, he was okay. He's a good pass catcher. But Matt, we all know what Breida is. So if you can go out and snag Eric Grant free agency, go out and do that. And Arizona, Connor's a good piece. They got some tough matchups coming up though, so um, we'll see. I think the, I think I'm pretty sure Arizona plays San Francisco. Yeah, the honeymoon could be over real quick with the way they're playing when they face San Fran. And speaking of San Fran, San Fran versus the Rams. Oh, and uh, Trey McBride. If Zach Ertz gets hurt, Trey McBride's going to be a really good dynasty receiver uh, tight end. Um. Yeah, he just looks awesome when he gets any chance possible. So see if you can kick the tires on Trey McBride too. And speaking of somebody whose dynasty values through the roof, Puka Nakua. Um, I I have an interesting story to tell you. Puka Nakua, I played in the campus canton camp league and LJ Cheney of uh Devi Watch, it's an old Devi website that was one of the tops of the thing, then Cheney left to do like trading cards and stuff and kind of got out of the out of the space which which is okay but he ran a good website and uh i was in a college at cantley and puka was a recruit for washington a four-star guy high four-star guy and i asked him because he lived up in the seattle area and i said hey this guy going to washington he was like puka saw so him in the spring he's gonna be a dude So I drafted Puka in this league, and uh, I left the league too soon because I could have Puka on my NFL roster. But uh, Puka's been a guy I've been keeping my eye on. This is why you should play in campus can't leagues, because you get kind of a view of these players early. You can look at the recruiting status and all that. So it's always fun to do that. But Puka is, you know, the ex-darling. You go on X, and that's all you can see is Puka puka has this many catches it's a you know it's a record for rookies and catches of his first two games uh, he's here to stay guys as long as he's healthy because he's had major injury concerns as long as he can stay healthy he's the real deal and uh he's he's a cooper cup type player i think he's a cooper cup more plus when it comes to being able to run the ball like a debo style but he fits this offense perfectly and as long as stafford stays healthy Puka's going to get numbers even with Kupin, Cup and Puka are going to be on the field at the same time, and they're going to be a headache for defenses to cover because they run the same routes. They're very precise, and they're just good at what they do. And 2-2 Atwell, I really like what I'm seeing there, and he's pretty much taking Van Jefferson's job, and uh, Jefferson's on the bench. So if you have 2-2 Atwell, still that second-round pick, hey, he's a second-round pick in the NFL, and uh, we can't overlook that, and Sean McVay's using him to his to his strengths. So, 2-2 uh, is a nice pickup, too. And see if he's on the free agent market. Uh, going to San Fran. I mean, Ayuk got hurt early. The, this is Ayuk. He's going to have major two touchdowns. We talked about this last week. This is Ayuk. This is what he does. He's going to kind of have that big, massive game, then fall, fall back down to the 5 for 40. And then Debo's going to have a good game, which he did. And then Kittle, I think his game's coming. They missed him in the end zone a little bit. Purdy had an off game. Uh, the shine. Wipes away from Purdy a little bit. But I think he's going to be pretty fine. Uh, And and same with Kittle. I think Kittle's going to have a massive game here soon. It's coming because you can just feel it. And, hey, I want to talk about Kyron Williams, the Notre Dame running back. We finally have a Notre Dame running back that is producing, and he's producing like a poor man's Christian McCaffrey. He had 10 targets today. He's in the receiving game. He is getting most of the running back touches. He's looking good. He's looking revamped. He's looking healthy. And once again, he's one of the best pass blockers as a small guy in the NFL at running back. He's here to stay, guys. If Kyron is healthy, he's the starting running back here. And he's going to be an RB1 and a league winner. And I love seeing it because, you know what, my Notre Dame guys don't really hit. So when they do, it, it it's good. All right, we are going to go to the next game. That's the... New York Jets versus the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, CeeDee Lamb, 11 catches. Congrats. Your career high. Uh, Michael Parsons is a freaking crazy, crazy good athlete. And just, he's one of the best defensive players in the world. He's Lawrence Taylor, new age. uh, And it's a delight to watch it. Uh, Zach Wilson, if you guys went out and bought Zach Wilson, I'm sorry because we all saw it last year. We saw it the year. Come on, guys. Like, we should know better. He's not it. He's not the savior. He's not going to be even after Rodgers. He's not like he's not good. And that sucks. But it's it's bad. Like Brees Hall, Delvin Cook, they all scored less than one point. This team looks awful without Rodgers. The offensive line is not great. Garrett Wilson had a long touchdown. Otherwise, you're you're fine not starting him. I'm starting like Garrett Wilson. I think he has a very tough matchup next week. Uh, there's a chance I'm not starting him. There is a good chance I'm going to bench him. And I get that's stupid because it's Garrett Wilson, but we've also got to remember Zach Wilson's throwing him the ball. This team's going to look for a veteran very soon, very quickly after this game. I wouldn't look at Wentz. I'd look at Matt Ryan. Uh, I think they would love to get Phillip Rivers out of retirement, somebody who can just game manage and and roll with the punches with this team. Uh, this team has a loss here without Rodgers, and it sucks. Uh, going to Dallas. Tony Pollard had a great game. He's more involved in the receiving. Jake Ferguson and Schoonmaker are going to split touches at tight end. Uh, they really want Schoonmaker to get involved. I'm still not on him. I'd rather have Ferguson big time. And Cooks being hurt, it gave other players uh chance to produce. Uh, Jalen Tolbert didn't have it too bad of a game, and he's kind of a forgotten man. And they drafted him in the third round last year, so. He might be a guy to go kick the tires on. Enrico Dwaddle had a pretty decent game. He's electric, and Deuce Vaughn I still really like and I think should get more touches. He had some explosive plays too. Um, But man, the Jets, figure it out. You got to figure that out quick because it looked ugly. Going to Washington versus Denver, what a game. Russ Wilson just chucking it deep. That ball, I thought, was stuck in the air. I was almost sure in Denver. That ball floated up that last Hail Mary, the 50-yarder, and it just stayed. Now, the the guy who caught it, let me, let me see what his name is. I actually picked him up before week one because thanks to Cecil Ami, who if you don't listen to them, you need to. Cecil Ami is great on the mic, and if you need any Denver advice, go to them. Uh, Brandon Johnson was a guy I picked up everywhere. He had two catches, two touchdowns. This is a guy you got to look out for because if Sutton gets hurt, Judy gets hurt. He's the guy, and Mims had two catches for one thirteen and one. People are gonna take victory laps on that. Washington, I know they drafted Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, he's getting roasted, and I mean, uh, lower end type guy. Um, lower end conference, I should say. A guy that took a lot of chances in college and he succeeded in college with those chances is taking those chances for interceptions and big plays and getting roasted. Um, and you could see it today. Judy, first game back, 3-for-25. You're not going to look too deep into that. Uh, Javante, another guy I'm going to go kick the tires on because he had 12-for-44. Uh, but a guy that you guys got to watch out for that we really like, Julio McLaughlin. Um, Cecil lamy said that the more they trust him, the more he's going to get work. And he had a touchdown today. Pirine is not getting much work either. He's getting work in the receiving game. He had four targets. But other than that, He's not getting worked in the running game, which is weird. Russell, though, he had an okay game. Okay, I'll give him an okay game, but I don't think he's cooking quite yet. Guy, that's frustrating as hell. Brian Robinson, I'm facing him in UDPL against Zach, and Brian Robinson two touchdowns again. He's this is what he's gonna be. I mean, he had two catches, 42 yards. Brian Robinson is a starting running back. He could be an RB one this year, just due to volume and even the pass game. He's getting some some shots. Uh, Logan Thomas got hurt, really bad hit, cheap shot. It was gross. Um, There was a couple of those today. And John Bates came in instead of Cole Turner, who we all really hoped. I still like Cole. But uh, Sam Howell, is he it? Is he not? He had some very dumb plays, but uh, he helped bring the team back. And Terry McLaurin had five for 54-1. and Uh, Jahan Dotson, he's a milk carton guy. He's kind of missing. I really liked him. He's a big time sleeper for a lot of people and he hasn't produced like we hoped he could. Uh, I think better days are ahead, maybe. And one of those kick the tire guys, see what you can go see and uh see what you can get for him. And I want to talk about the Minnesota Philly game. Alexander Madison, my hot take ain't it. It's over. Alexander Madison. They're going to f- they're going to go find a Cream Hunt type guy. Uh Ty Chandler ain't it. They are going to go find somebody outside. If they keep losing, maybe they won't. But Kareem Hunt, everybody really wants him to sign somewhere. He would have signed if something wasn't up. Maybe there's an injury that we don't know about, or he's just not physically you know, up there. He's not ready for NFL games. The physical um, testing he has to do when he signs isn't working well for him. So it's very interesting with Kareem Hunt. Everybody wants him to sign somewhere, but why isn't he? Justin Jefferson wide receiver one and done in dynasty fantasy. There's a reason. And, uh, he looks great. Jordan Addison. He had some mistakes. He had some drops, but man, he does make big plays and he's just what the Vikings need on the outside. And TJ Hawkins, Hawkinson is, uh, top five tight end, uh, going to Philly better days are ahead for AJ Brown. He was missed twice on the same drive. Uh, he did catch one, but there was a penalty. Uh, A.J. Brown, he'll be just fine. Hey, squeaky wheel type thing. He was arguing on the sideline. He's going to get his, and I would probably guess it's going to be very, very, very soon. Maybe even next week, Philly will get A.J. Brown, that massive game. Devonta Smith, oh, my God. Speaking of top 10 receivers in Dynasty, Devonta Smith is it. As long as he's got Hurts throwing him deep balls, Devonta Smith is top 10, and Dallas Goddard is a fake tight end one. If you can still get the that price for Dallas Goddard, go out and do it. If you can get Luke Musgrave plus for Dallas Goddard, go do it. I'm out on him. He has fooled me once. Hey, he could be one of the best NFL tight ends. That's fine. That's fine. It's like the Kyle Pitts thing. That's fine. But I'm not I don't want to start him. He's getting six, seven, eight points. Unless he scores a touchdown or has a massive breakaway. He's fine. He's he's the Mike Evans of tight ends. He catches it and then falls. So Dallas Goddard, I still still think his price is way, way overvalued. And uh, DeAndre Swift. There's a Swift that I absolutely fell in love with. And hey, maybe he just needs more touches. But as long as he's rolling like this, he is the running back to own there. Once Gainwell comes back, they will split a little more touches. They don't want to get Swift like 28 rushes or whatever it was. They don't want to do that. But also, it's against Minnesota. Minnesota's defense is very civish. So... I don't think I missed any games. Let me double-check Miami versus New England's going on. Tua looks great. Tua is going to be a top-five quarterback. And, I mean, we may low-key have a Tua versus Herbert and Burrow all over again, just like their rookie years in 2020. We could have the argument going on again, hey, it's Tua, if he's healthy, he could be right up there with those two. So that's something to look out for. And if you got him cheaper this offseason, good on you. I uh, I know I traded Watson straight up for him in the Fantasy Footballers OG Writers League and uh I am loving that trade. So hey, thanks for listening. I'm gonna end it right here. I'm getting this a little long-winded, getting off topic. We will get back to our regular programming next week. I'm so sorry about anybody that tuned into YouTube. Uh that's on me, but it looks like my computer's all fired up and revved up and ready to go for next week. So Thank you again for listening to this, and we will all see you next week. Doug, James, and myself on the Dynasty.